Welcome to what the if the show that loves black holes. Now, the great thing about black holes is they love you, even if you don't love them. Um, oh, and they will they will try to hug you. They, they will try to hug you. They're very attractive. <laughs> um, uh, what are we talking about? We're 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 leaping right into. Let's just. We're not going to waste any time. If you know what, if you've been listening, you know what the show is. If you don't, you'll figure it out real quick. Uh, what? <laughs> that being said, give me a give me a a, a heads up. Um, we have a. Um, a suggestion coming in so what in the world yep. what does this mean so we we got a we got an if in the mail so to speak right what's going um, on let's see here should we read it I, i'll read it but uh, it okay. explain to the to the listeners oh so we'll uh you know we'll we'll change something about reality here we'll uh get ready that's right everybody ready so buckle in and we're about to change something and then we'll see what happens and then we'll see what happens. We got a wonderful um, a, a, a missive, a missive. <laughs> uh, an email from uh, uh, someone who was a super iffer. And today, this is a big day for Dan and for all iffers everywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, Dan, we are going to have a ceremony. Dan is raising, being raised to super duper iffer status. Dan uh, from Rifle, Colorado. Uh, hello, Dan. Um, Dan had sent in an, an idea some time ago. We did a show, and that's how he became a super iffer. Uh, if you have an idea you want to you want us to run with, uh, you can uh, email us feedback at whattheif.com, or you can go to our website whattheif.com and just uh, type a message right there on the uh, comment section and uh, shoot us an idea. And uh, Dan had an awesome suggestion last time. It was uh, what if there was no Environmental Protection Agency mm -hmm. in the U.S. And, and we had a lot of fun with that. So I encourage everyone to go back and listen to that. Now, speaking of cleanup, uh, like environmental cleanup, um, this is kind of a follow-on to that, although unintentional. Sure. Yeah, unintentional. in an interesting way. Yeah. I think maybe maybe Dan living in Colorado, which is a very beautiful place, you know, maybe he's he's concerned about always, you know, keeping the environment uh, looking spiffy. And so, uh, at a, you know, it's Sunday best. Um, Dan writes, uh, and he, he mentions, if you hadn't heard our episode from last week, check that out too. We sort of, there was an aside. Sometimes this happens. You know, we mm -hmm. just drop like a little aside, like, ha-ha. And sometimes that's tremendously profound and would be lost for all time if it were not for the brilliance of our listeners. And of our Debbie, listeners, yeah. That includes you. Dan says, uh, uh, you guys basically said this uh, on your comfy planted planet episode, comfy planet episode, yes. Uh, but anyway, what if? Oh, let me do this properly. What the if? We, we could. <laughs> what the if we could create tiny, controllable? Black holes, tiny controllable black holes 
and we decided to throw all the trash in there. I like your, I like where you're going with this, Dan. Uh, would we run out of natural resources? No more plastic pollution. So that's good. Mm-hmm. Dan says, and Dan continues, but then future generations would harvest our dumps. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a great phrase right there. I didn't have it coming this morning. Um, future generations would harvest our dumps for plastics to recycle. And that's, you know, so it's a kind of like a very long-term recycling plan. Well, yeah. So this or, is, uh, so it gets to be a little tricky. It's so we'll tricky. Yeah, that's right. Because it's in a black hole. Uh, mm-hmm. Or another, uh, or other resources for that matter. How about we use the black holes for other things too, like mining uh, so Dan is very, uh, I would say, uh, opportunistic and uh, innovative. Yeah, resourceful. Resor- literally resourceful, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, gathering up resources and, and moving them around. So basically, could we use, uh, there's a great expression, uh, I believe it's a, a British expression, we, where in America we say we vacuum vacuum things. I believe, uh, I think it's more of a British thing, or maybe it's just an old-fashioned thing. We hoover hoover it up. Yeah, that's still what they say in Britain, yeah. Yes, yes, we hoover it up Mm -hmm. because of the Hoover was the brand name of a vacuum, I believe. Oh, sure, I still have a Hoover vacuum. You do? I do, yeah. It's it's okay. I have a Roomba. (laughs) (laughs) All right, yeah, so we're imagining that we're strapping black holes to our Roombas. (laughs) And and um, we're gonna we're gonna run into the, run into this if just head first. But yep. uh, uh, there happened to be a news story that popped up, mm-hmm. and so um, uh, quick shout out to uh, our other show. Uh, what the if news? This is a little bit of news. This is more of astronomy news. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Mondays we do um, what the if news with Gabby Panicia from Rockefeller University, all about the pandemic. Um, but here we have a news story that fits right in with Dan's uh, if. And so, let me see. Do I have a uh, little oh, news music here? Let's see. Maybe, 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 maybe not. Listeners, um, I, I believe we need to do an if. Or, or I have. Do you think I have a mental block, I think, about learning this music uh, well skill. that could be actually that would explain quite a bit yeah yeah i am you know if i was mickey in uh, mickey mouse in fantasia it would be a comedy of errors he he gets mickey gets up there and he raises his hands mm-hmm. <laughs> and nothing happens. a test pattern <laughs> appears here we go here's a news story about black holes this is from uh speaking of britain our friends, a shout out to all our friends there, uh, which include, by the way, some of our guests have been some yeah. very famous and, and uh, lovely uh, science fiction writers over there, Alistair Reynolds and Paul McCauley, Britain, and all our other listeners. This is from The Independent, uh, independent.co.uk. The headline is Black Hole Scene Eating Star, causing, quote, disruption event visible in telescopes around the world. Writes Andrew Griffin. Uh, this is just from a couple days ago in The Independent. And Andrew Griffin reports scientists have watched a rare blast of light from a star as it was eaten 
by a black hole. The unusual, quote, title disruption event. <laughs> That's great. Oh, how was breakfast today, honey? Well, it was a, a bit of a title disruption event. A wonderful title disruption. Was visible in telescopes across the world. It appeared as a bright flare of energy, the closest of its kind ever, the closest of its kind ever recorded at just 250 million light years away. Well, it's almost a Kessel run away. Uh, such events happen when a star gets too near to a black hole and is pulled in by its extreme gravity. As the star is sucked in, it undergoes a process called, yes, my favorite, spaghettification. Everybody loves the spaghetti. Everyone loves spaghetti. I, I love spaghetti. Uh, where the star is shredded into thin strips, some of which falls into the black hole. When it does, a flare of energy is unleashed that flies out into the universe enabling the process to be spotted by distant astronomers. Mm -hmm. That's that's, uh, that's pretty cool. The idea of a black hole sucking in a nearby star sounds like science fiction, but this is exactly what happens in a tidal disruption event, said lead author Dr. Matt. Yes, there's another Matt. Mm -hmm. uh, Nicole, a lecturer at the Royal Astronomical Society, research fellow at the University of Birmingham. Um, we immediately pointed uh, uh, a suite of ground-based and space telescopes in that direction to see how the light was produced. So, um, all the way back here on Earth, mm -hmm. Dan says, uh, can we, this thing that just did this horrific thing to this star, can we make a tiny one and use it uh, for use consumer it for own purposes? Uh, it's yeah. a consumer product. Yeah. Um, uh, the answer is, yeah, we can totally do that. Um, there's just some very slight technical problems. Um, okay. All right. but, uh, one, I think one important thing to, that we have to start with is actually what, um, a black hole is. So, you know, and we have this general sense that a black hole is this super massive object whose gravity is so intense that nothing can escape, not, not even light. And that's why right. it's black. Um, and that's, that's correct, but actually you can make a black hole, um, of any size that you want, um, any size, any size, the natural process that makes them is collapsing stars. So they tend to be on the size order of stars, right? Because right. That's the things that make them, um, but to make a black hole, what you need to do is take a certain amount of mass and crunch uh, safe, it. Safety goggles on. Safety goggles on. <laughs> They may not help, but yes. Okay. Um, take a certain <laughs> amount of mass yeah. and crunch it into a particularly small space. So for a given amount of uh, matter, um, say a star's worth, you have to crunch it into a, a, a sufficiently small size. And then when that happens, the black hole forms. So for a black hole the size of, of if you take like our star, our sun, and want to turn it into a black hole, you have to compress it into um, something about uh, a thousand kilometers or a thousand miles across. All right. Okay. So you, you would take our sun mm -hmm. and, and compress it to the size of Australia, let's say. Interesting. Okay. And then that process damages space time so deeply that the black hole forms. You've broken the warranty. Yep. Exactly. And uh, just to, for scale, when we talk about this, compressing the sun down to the size of Australia, for instance, mm -hmm. if you see the Earth, if you look at a diagram that shows things to scale, uh, you see the Earth next to the sun, 
the earth looks would barely a pixel. Yeah, the, the sun is a speck, or the earth is a speck compared earth to the sun. Is a speck. Right. And so you're saying shrink the earth down to the size of that speck. No, shrink the and sun then, down to the size. I'm sorry, shrink the sun down to the size of that speck, so now it's the size of the earth. Now shrink it further down to the size of one of its tiniest mm -hmm. continents. Yeah. Um, so you got to do some serious shrinking was the, the lesson there, right? Yeah, um, plus the yeah. heat would be, I don't know, would be mind-boggling well that's right but that's one of the the nice things about the black holes it's just going to hang on to that um oh good okay uh, so but then like i said you can do this with anything so we could also turn the earth into a black hole um but this time we have to compress it because there's less mass it has to be compressed even smaller so we'd have to compress uh the entire earth to about a millimeter so what's important here in this recipe is uh the um this the is it how what, what what's the uh equation there and like in other words it's, it sounds the, like the density the, so you have to the make density, the, you have right. to make it a certain density before it turns into a black hole but you can right. do that with any mass um you just have to get it smaller and smaller and smaller so we can make a phillips size black hole if we oh. are so inclined wow some um, people have suggested that yeah so i don't know if you're up for that or not i'm up for it let's do it Let's do right. it. Um, I'm I'll, ready for I'll, my title disruption. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing you weigh uh, yeah. 50 kilograms, something like that. Uh, yes, um, uh, in in um, in American, I weigh 165 <laughs> freedom pounds. <laughs> uh, all right, we can call it. Let's like let's say let's just yeah. doing a quick calculation here. Okay, um, so we would need to compress you to let's see here um uh zero point everybody ready here zero 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 eight meters um so that's that's uh 10 to the minus 26th meters so that's a very small distance I've been trying to, you know, get my weight down to at least zero 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 seven five. But sorry, how many zeros? That was ten to the minus twenty six. Twenty six zeros. Ten to the minus twenty six meters across. So that's very very small. But nonetheless, we can make you into a black hole and then carry you around. Well, at least you, yeah. thank you for carrying me around. Yeah. And in um, fact, one of the nice things about it being so small is that we can just put you in our pocket. That's, that's right. That's right. And by the way, that, that was the, um, the, the casual aside uh, last week was something about what if you could put black holes in your pockets uh, nicely. for some reason. Um, so how does that compare, for instance, to the size of an atom or something? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Yeah, we should scale that, shouldn't we? Um, Let's see here. Let me get a, uh, a handy number. And, and as far as my experience goes, I still feel the same weight, I suppose. Um, yes, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So you, the, the black hole weighs as much as you did right at the start. It's just very small now. Um, oh, man, uh, that sucks. So, uh, so it's way, so a, we usually say an atom is something like... Um, a hundred trillionths of a meter. So that's trillionth is 10 to the minus 12th. So this is um, a trillionth of the size of an atom. 
So you're wow. You're a tiny speck of a. But thing it's possible to, to compress. It's possible to compress some. Well, so it turns out that this this gets a little messy because um, we know that our theories of physics break down at that scale, um, but we can we can hand wave that. Okay. Okay. Right. And and the means by which we do this would be what? How? Um, I don't know. Uh, psychic powers, intense okay. concentration. Yuri Geller. Um, yeah, something like that. Okay. Um, yeah. The actual the actual um, task of doing this is 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 unclear, but we can surely that's that's a an easy thing right. to. to now, when the Large Hadron Collider was coming online, mm -hmm. on the eve of it, there was the natural, you know. Uh, surgeons, resurgence of crackpot theories. Yeah. And one of them was that it would create a black hole in this uh, particle accelerator. But is that actually possible? I mean, what? Well, so possible is a messy word when it comes to quantum mechanics. Um, because so most it wasn't that they could intentionally. <clears throat> no. So it's, um, uh, it is, po so as with making a Phillips size black hole, um, yeah. you can make a proton size black hole, which is what you do with the large hadron collider. So you, you smash two protons into each other. And yeah. if there's a moment at which they're compressed so finely that um, they pass within what's called the short shield radius, the, the size of the black hole, um, then yeah, they would form a, a proton size black hole. Um, but that is so, un I mean, we were just talking about how unimaginably small your black hole is and a proton's black hole is going to be another, uh, let's see here, 10 to the minus 32nd below that. So the odds of that black hole forming are incredibly small. Um, so you don't need to worry. And then there's a second thing that goes on, which is that um, black holes are not very black. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, they, actually give, they actually give off a little bit of radiation. This, this was uh, Stephen Hawking's great contribution is the figuring this out. Right. Um, and uh, per perversely, the smaller the black hole, the more radiation it gives off. The smaller the black hole, the more radiation it gives off. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and this is important because uh, black holes have a mass, right? The Phillips size black hole has the same mass as you. And if it's giving off radiation, then that energy has to come from the mass inside the black hole. So what happens to small black holes is they radiate away their energy very, very quickly because they're so small. Um, and the technical term for this is actually evaporation. We say that black holes evaporate, uh, um, mm -hmm. which is a wonderful sort of thing. So if the Large Hadron Collider had built a proton-sized black hole, um, the black hole would have vanished again um, unimaginably fast. Uh, so you wouldn't even have noticed it. Is that also called Hawking radiation? That's correct. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, so, um, right. The weird thing is that the black hole that has, uh, that I am, I am now a black hole and through the power of audio, mm -hmm. um, the special effects here are fantastic. So imagine <laughs> I am now the size of a black hole and yet I weigh the same as I did. Yep. That's right. So this I should say carrying you around in my pocket is not particularly easy. <laughs> right. Wow. Um, but if we strap you to the Roomba, I mean, it'd have to be like an industrial size Roomba. A Zamboni. Let's strap you to a Zamboni. <laughs> you write those, I, the things that clean the ice rinks. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so this tiny thing, which you basically can't see anymore. You can't see? No. 
It is um, because it is it is twenty seven zero point twenty seven zeros. Um, yeah, it is. It is very very small, right. um, and we've got to come up with some way to carry it around safely. But let's assume we can. If we can make it, we can carry it. I think that's a, a, a safe okay. rule. Oh well, well, that's the thing. If I'm holding a black hole, well, you're holding me. Mm -hmm. Am I? Is it because I'm sucking in everything, which is you know, de rigueur. Yeah, well, I've got it. So this is the thing: is that your your gravitational interaction um, is not that great because you sitting there right now in Brooklyn, your gravitational yes. interaction is not so great. Um, and when I turn you into a black hole, it will be more intense, but not like super intense. So it's not like when I walk through the room, chairs come flying at at you as the black okay. hole. Right. Um, but rather, but. It still has an event horizon, a short shield radius, um, where if anything passes, gets that close to it, it can never escape again. So if I take a pencil and I poke my Phillips-sized black hole, the end of the pencil will vanish as it goes into the black hole because I can't, I can't see it anymore. The light coming off of the pencil can't escape the black hole. Um, and when I try to pull a pencil out again, I can't. It's stuck there. Um, and yet the, so, the, the black hole is so tiny that it would it basically, for instance, it would just be slicing. It would be like. That's right. Yeah. So you would get a, um, <laughs> whatever the size of the black hole is. It would be like a termite. Would, yeah, that's right. You would get a, a hole through your pencil that size. So actually right. you might, if you're not careful, you might not even notice that you had passed right. your pencil through this. And it, certainly your hand, and yeah, yes. it's a nasty, nasty business. Right. Handle with care. Um, but so let's say I, I toss the pencil in completely. Um, right. So the pencil has is now added to your black hole mass. Ah. So the black hole is ever so slightly bigger. Right. Than it was a moment ago. Um, right, right. I still can't see it. Right. It's still the same order of magnitude. Right. Um, so. I've realized that, as Dan suggests, I have a really good waste disposal system here. Uh -huh. right. um, so I can take, you know, all of my garbage and throw it in. And this this is this kind of sucks for you because you're inside the black hole, right? So from your point of view, um, all of this garbage comes hurtling in. And <laughs> putting me to work, I'm suck. I suck for you. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. That's, that's the new Roomba black hole model. <laughs> we suck for you. <laughs> uh, um, so, so right. this is so I should say this could be quite tempting. You know, like if I lived on Staten Island and I was tired of the garbage dumps everywhere, I might right. just get a Phillips size black hole and start chucking my garbage into that. Um, and uh, you know, it's still invisible. Um, even if I put, you know, thousands of tons of black hole in there, because black holes, by definition, are extremely small. They have to be extreme hyper dense, um, right. or they're not black holes anymore. Um, I can toss enormous amounts of garbage. And so, actually, let me just do a quick uh, Google here. How much garbage does uh, New York City produce every year? <laughs> um, annual garbage. Uh, okay. All right, the Department of Sanitation Statistics page. This this doesn't include the political uh, 
you know, but there's so many political jokes in there we could make. Yes, that's right. Uh, in terms of garbage, it's yeah. We're just talking about physical crap. What is going on? What is wrong with you people here? Um. All right, so it's 123. No, that's not right. Yeah, 1,083 tons per day. Garbage, um, garbage that um, New York produces. One thousand eighty-three. Um, One thousand eighty-three tons per day. Um, right. So let's call that a thousand. So let's call that uh, three hundred and sixty-five thousand tons per year. Okay. So if we're using our black hole to clean up New York City's garbage, get back to my calculator here. Uh, what did I say? Three hundred and sixty-five thousand tons. Yes. Uh, so that's going to be uh, eh, roughly 10 to the 6th. So, so after a year of throwing all of New York City's garbage uh, in there, um, it is still uh, 10 to the minus 20th meters across. Um, so let's be here. So that's a uh, one one hundredth of a billionth of a billionth of a meter. But is all the garbage gone? Well, this is the this is an interesting question. Actually, or actually, before I even get to the subtle point of that, I mean, just sort of if I look in there, I don't see the garbage anymore. You don't see anything. No, that's um. <laughs> there's a there's a, an invisibly small black speck. Um, Whoa! This weird is thing super useful. That the, yeah, the, yeah. the mass of it is not gone. So the right. black hole on the front of the Zamboni um, now weighs three hundred sixty-five thousand tons. Right. So to pick up the trash, by the way, this 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 Roomba Zamboni just drives through the streets of New York, picking up garbage as they do anyway, every day. Anyway, right. yep, they're but just they're literally, it's also almost like the incinerator. Right. Bringing the so incinerator. if you're driving the, the Zamboni, you're yes. going to notice that the Zamboni starts going slower and slower <laughs> and slower because it's getting heavier and heavier and heavier. Um uh, so probably, I, I would imagine, Zambonis are not that strong. So probably after a couple of days of this, your Zamboni weighs a few tons uh, and cannot go anywhere anymore. So your instinct might be, if you are if you have some experience hoovering, you say, well, let's empty out the hoover now. Right. And then it'll be light again. So you say, well, I'll just take the, the stuff out of the black hole. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> you can't. Um, and in fact, the is, black hole, honey. that is the very definition of the black hole is that nothing can come out. So if you try to reach, remember what happened when we put the pencil in, if you try to reach into the black hole to pull something out, your hand will never come out. It is now part of the black hole. <laughs> so that would be inconvenient. Right. Um, but you know, we're we now here. But but it was just taking one step back now. The thing about the size of the black, this is what I don't get. So we said you got a pencil and you have this, you know, beyond microscopic um, black hole. And so when it interacts with the pencil, it just starts like, again, like I said, like a termite or maybe like an incredibly tiny bullet. Mm -hmm. It just kind of goes through the pencil or goes around and and just making cracks in it and whatever. Um, So... If I drop a gigantic, if I drop a ton of garbage on it, mm-hmm. how it's going to take an insane. It will take a very long time. Yes, yeah, it's it's going to be a lot of. It's going to be a uh, intensive effort to actually mash everything into this tiny little black hole. It's, it's kind of like a drain. It's sort of okay. So so uh, to get 
to use a Star Wars metaphor, which is mm-hmm. essential. I don't think we can't finish an episode yeah. without having Star Wars come up. And so the trash compactor scene, for instance. Mm-hmm. So, oh, here we're talking about a literal trash compactor. So imagine if you had a trash compactor like on the Death Star, and uh, in that trash compactor was one of these uh, microscopic black holes. Um, you would essentially squeeze all the garbage together. You would compact all the garbage together, mm-hmm. and then you'd have to wait a really long time for all that stuff to go in. Yeah, it would take a lot of work to get um, to get there. Yes. It is like uh, a drain. It's like a drain. It's like a very small drain. So to yeah. another Star Wars metaphor, in Return of the Jedi, the Sarlacc pit, you may recall, ah, in Tatooine. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, many people are falling off of Jabba the Hutt's skiff during the battle, but not all of them fall all the way into the Sarlacc pit, right? Because it's a it is a certain size, so you have to you have to aim at it just right. Right now, Boba Fett though he fell in. Boba Fett went in. Yeah, um, yeah that, was, but, that was tragic. That uh, was but tragic. Lando Calrissian, for instance, um, falls off, um, but lands kind of near the edge of it, so he doesn't right. get eaten right away. Right. I know. I suppose there's no way to calculate how long this would be. Um, um, actually, that's totally calculable. Um, huh. I would not want to do it. Right. Um, but that's uh, that's probably a good um, master's thesis, actually. Oh, uh, all right. And uh, there's a there's a sci-fi story that I'm blanking on at the moment, um, in which a uh, small black hole. The, the, the odds are bad at the Large Hadron Collider, and a small black hole does fall into the center of the Earth. Um, and for the reasons we've just been talking about, nothing interesting happens right away because it's very small and it right, takes a very right. long time for anything to fall into it. But right. eventually, it will get bigger and bigger. Um, so the Earth is eventually destroyed from within, I think over the course of millions of years, um, as the black hole finally shakes it apart from inside. I feel bad that I can't remember the, the name or the author of the story at the moment because it was quite good. Um, well, listeners, uh, send in. Yeah, if you, uh, if you know, know the actually, story I'm talking about. That'd be uh, great. And uh, here's something we haven't done before, by the way, a science fiction uh, book club uh, or yeah, idea yeah. book recommendations or short stories or, or movies or whatever. Uh, send us your favorite um, black hole-related uh, stories. Yeah. yeah, so so I should say, so we've got our, our Zamboni, um, and it's not going yeah. anywhere anymore because it's too heavy. Um, right. So we can't, But we can't empty the black hole, but we can put it in a different place. So again, I suggest Staten Island, um, because the, uh, the Fresh Kills garbage dump is now empty. So we'll just toss the black hole in there, and no one would notice. Right? No one would even notice it was there. So uh, we can just do this. So we can't empty our black holes, but once a day, we'll take our garbage black hole um, and chuck it in Staten Island. Right. Um, well, actually, actually, just to be, just to be clarified, I happen to have an intimate connection. I don't know if intimate is the right word. <laughs> I happen to know quite a bit about the Fresh Kills landfill uh, okay. for a number of reasons, including I'm making a short documentary. Uh, in fact, it's recently finished um, about a photographer, amazing photographer named Jade Doskow, who um, it's about her earlier work where she's photographing all the world's fair sites around the world, which is pretty awesome. But uh, her current project is she is the photographer, and there is only one. She is the official photographer of the um, Fresh Kills Park. So essentially the landfill, by, I recommend everyone look it up. It's fascinating. They, it was the largest landfill in the world or something like that. And eventually it got too mm-hmm. big even for New York. And uh, they closed it and have just covered it. 
and it is they're allowing nature to take its course it's you know the garbage is sealed under incredibly strong uh, protection layers and all that kind of stuff anyway so the landfill is still there and on top of it is this magnificent forest uh, park oh wow which is which is going to be open to the public within a number of years uh it's magnificent so you could take but if you wanted to really get rid of, really convert that back to usable land mm -hmm. you could drop this black hole in there yeah. and just like they've been doing waiting 20 25 years or something um that landfill might eventually yeah. just, oh, wait. I just so i just did a calculation so this something works out quite nicely here yeah. um you know we were talking about how small black holes evaporate um so microscopic ones vanish in you know a trillionth of a second um ah. but one about <laughs> one the, the the one we just took off the zamboni the the new york city garbage one um evaporates in about seven hours which is pretty good Right. So oh, once yeah. you once you collect a year's worth of New York City garbage into a black hole, it will evaporate via Hawking radiation in about eight hours. That uh, must be the stinkiest black hole. Evaporation. Well, that's right. You would not want to be close to this when it was happening. Um, what so, does that mean? It evaporates into what? Uh, well, this is a good question. <laughs> um, into um, primordial particles like protons and gamma rays. So huh. actually, this would be a fantastically dangerous thing to be standing <laughs> here because uh, for if it were to evaporate in just uh, seven hours, um, that's an enormous amount of energy per second um, being, being zoomed out. Uh, so again, um, Staten Island. So again, so you're converting. So you, you we put we put a a, a ton of garbage in there, mm -hmm. and it that is being converted to energy. Yes. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like a nuclear. Well, it's um uh, reactor. I don't know if there's a, a there's a, I don't know if there's an easy analog. Um, it's uh, I mean, it's sort of converted into pure energy in some sense. Wow. Um, but once, once something so it might passes, not stink because it wouldn't be, <laughs> once right? something passes the well, and I should say this is actually where things get kind of hazy. As I mentioned earlier, our laws of physics break down. Is we ah. don't really understand what happens to something as it passes the event horizon. Um, right. We know it can't come out again except in the form of Hawking radiation, um, but we don't really know what it's like on the inside. So remember, this all started with you, I believe, right? We compressed yeah, I, you into a black hole. Yes. So it might be that you sort of pass through the event horizon unchanged and you're sitting on the inside uh, and you just have all this garbage falling on you and that the garbage <laughs> is still like recognizable, right? You can read the copies of the, the daily news that, that fall on you. Um, or it might be that yeah, the headlines would be man's <laughs> man turned into black hole. Yes, I already know this story. I need to read this. Black again. hole bites man. Uh, or it might be that you're converted into you know a quark stew as you pass through, um, and you Ooh. no longer exist in a, in a meaningful form. Uh, um, I hate the stew. Thing, the one yeah. thing we can be pretty sure doesn't happen is that you're not transported to another universe. I'm sorry to say. Oh, well, for um, better or worse, I suppose that's a because, game. So for those of you who remember the absolutely horrifying Disney 
classic, The Black Hole from, oh, I'm guessing, 1977, 1978, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they, uh, the black hole is a, a, a portal to another universe. Um, and also some people suggest, well, maybe, you know, there's the, the, the matter must come out somewhere, you know, a white hole on the other That's side. Right. That's right. Um, and we can be pretty sure that doesn't happen because, uh, when we toss matter into the black hole, it stays in the black hole and we can tell because it's mass changes, um, uh, until right. it evaporates. Right. So what goes in the <laughs> What, what happens in the black hole stays in the black hole. Yep. And this is actually, um, this it turns out this gives rise to some profound paradoxes um, about the fundamental nature of the universe. Uh, and uh, the problem as it, as it was articulated um, by, I should say, by Sir Roger Penrose, who, who won the uh, Nobel Prize last week. That's right. um, the theorem is black holes have no hair. <laughs> yes, I love that expression. So that Black is holes the, have no hair. Uh, we'll give, give a shot. That's it's good you mentioned it. Uh, uh, it was Roger Penrose and also Andrea Gez, mm-hmm. uh, who uh, astronomer uh, who was at UCLA. At least she was last I checked, and yeah. um, uh, discovered the supermassive black hole at the center of our galaxy. Um, among other incredible contributions to astronomy, and uh, she is in a uh, documentary that I made uh, that stars. You, sir, Mr. Matthew, yeah, right. Professor Matthew Stanley, uh, and Andrea Gaz, and a whole bunch of other awesome people. Uh, you can find it on YouTube, I believe. It's a history channel thing. Yeah, we'll post, we'll post a link. It's good fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, black holes have no hair, which seems to relate. I think this is what. So, what Dan in his original if uh, was getting at. Uh, this is sort of part two of it. Was uh, would future could future generations harvest our dumps? Right. Mm-hmm. For plastics to recycle, right. or other resources. So mm-hmm. could 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 somebody, um, re, yeah? What do we do with? Yeah, so it sounds right. like so, well, future know, generations. Uh, hundred year, years from now, um, right. we've run out of phosphorus. Seems entirely uh, likely. And right. somebody says, well, somewhere in that three hundred thousand ton black hole, there's probably a couple of tons of phosphorus. Let's just get that out. Um, and then somebody says, okay, I'll, I'll reach in and get that phosphorus out for you. Um, and, uh, you reach in and of course you cannot pull your hand out again. Right. Uh, and you get something out of the drain, you know, you drop, (laughs) right. You drop the ring down the drain, you put your hand Uh, down there. Nothing. The, the event horizon around the black hole is a one way road. There is no way to get anything out of the black hole again. But this radiation so, business, but yeah, the radiation business is okay. So that's good. So I can get the equivalent mass energy that I put into the black hole out again in the form of Hawking radiation, but it has been transformed from a useful chunk of phosphorus into um, pure energy <laughs> into these really <laughs> stiff gamma rays. Um, right. And it turns out I could harness that energy. Um, so I can run power plants on our black hole as it evaporates, which is pretty cool. Um, so I can get the energy back, but I can't get back the original substance. And right. it turns out there's even this, the, the reason the black hole or the, the no hair theorem is important is that one of the things you might wonder about is like, all right, if I can't get the phosphorus out, I can't get the actual substance. 
can I get information about the phosphorus out again? Or more clearly, if I take a book to pick one at random, um, Einstein's War, which is a great book. Oh, yeah, excellent book. Don't if throw, I throw a copy of Einstein's War into the black hole, yeah. I'd say, okay, I can't get the original book out again, but can I get the information in the book out again? That is, can I watch the Hawking radiation coming off in such a way as to reconstruct the words that were on the page? Well, but not reconstruct the page itself. That's right. But could I get the could I get the information on it? And it seems like that should be possible because that's really? not that seems the, the event horizon at all. <laughs> if I burn a book, if I burn a book, mm-hmm. I don't yeah, expect to be that's able. Exactly to. The, that's exactly the correct analogy. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, it turns out that if, if you burn a book, um, you sh- you could. In principle, if you are very careful and you track all the atoms coming off of the fire and how they are moving, you should be able to reconstruct the information from the book in the first place. Well, um, there's two things. There's there's a bunch of stuff coming off, so mm-hmm. that's one thing. But what about if I wanted to re... Th- those things have... To, th- those uh, atoms, for lack of a better term, whatever, these mm-hmm. particles that are coming off the fire, the burned book, I don't know how to put... There is the, where would the information be about how to assemble so the information those information would be I would track back the trajectory of an ink molecule and the trajectory oh, oh. of a paper molecule and okay. figure out where they came from originally, and then I should be able to reconstruct that. Um, this is all in principle, right? Nobody could actually do this sort of thing. But information right. is supposed to be conserved in the universe. So <laughs> so if I chuck a copy of Einstein's War into the black hole. Um, what happens to the information on that on those pages? Um, and the answer is unclear. So, if black holes have hair, then I should be able to watch the Hawking radiation come off and reconstruct what was on the pages of the book. If black holes have no hair, then the information is trapped within the black hole forever. Um, and there's a sense in which the total information in the universe has has decreased, which is which is supposed to be kind of not allowed. What's the hair business? Because I, 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 I've heard this. Isn't this, isn't this weird? <laughs> well, I don't know. We'd have to ask Sir Roger exactly okay. why he chose that particular metaphor. Um, uh, but the image is that uh, hair is like growing out of the black hole and connects the inside to the outside. Um, I see. Or maybe he's saying that people with hair... Uh, give off too much information and well, bald guys really are mysterious. The thing people have complained to me about in the past. <laughs> yes. You stop giving off information. So much information. Yeah, exactly. Um, I need an information cut. <laughs> <laughs> so depending on how the black hole hair theorem gets resolved, future right. generations might be able to read the copies of the daily news that fell in but they can't get back the actual pages. Yeah, I mean, this is the weirdest thing because it's funny because this is, uh, this is, here's a fascinating example of scientists. So physicists are very bothered, right? It's very disturbing to them that information may be destroyed. Right. And I will say that outside of being, not being a physicist, not knowing, you know, only having a, basic understanding of physics not nothing as deep as they do um 
it's not bothering at all. It's yeah, like, yeah, normal people are like, oh, what's going on? Are you possibly uh, worried about this? But, but how do, but, but that tension, is there any way, and we'll move on after this, but like, is there any way to convey why they're so disturbed by that? Um, hmm. Isn't it something like physics? This is one of these things that they say physics falls apart. If Yeah, if, it's that kind of thing. Um, it well, it's, like I mean, it's the, it's the equivalent. Yeah. So, you know, there are certain things in the universe that physics says are conserved. So we're familiar with things like conservation of mass, conservation of energy. Um, right. And the conservation of mass says that you should be really surprised if the copy of Einstein's war you're holding in your hand uh, disappears suddenly. Right. Right. Or similarly, if one suddenly appears in your hand too, you should be equally yeah. surprised by that. But don't so, completely read it. It's excellent. <laughs> any quantity that's conserved um, should not do that sort of thing, should not suddenly pop into or out of existence. Right. But it seems like, but it's so this, oh, so it turns out information is one of those things and persuading you that information is conserved the same way that matter is conserved that, takes a little bit more work. Um, but physicists are upset about the, what's called the, the black hole information paradox uh, for yeah. the same reason that you would be upset if your copy of Einstein's war suddenly vanished and you had to go suddenly buy another copy. Wow. So a, a challenge, a challenge to, we have brilliant listeners, and actually you don't need to be brilliant in the slightest. So a challenge also to any listeners who may be dumb. I, I don't think any exist, but I, I won't judge. So uh, whatever your IQ, uh, or what, well, anyway, a challenge to all of you is, you know, just like Dan, Dan heard in one of our ifs, another if. The ifs spawn mm, ifs. Yeah, the meta ifs. The ifs radiate. And so uh, if, there, I, I, I can't think of one right now, but like uh, send us suggestions for, you know, a what the if scenario that involves information loss or something like that. Oh, okay. um, that. Because what's great about these ifs is that really they're obviously we have fun with it, but it's sort of the, it's a way to learn something. So I don't really, I'd love to read about this information. Okay. So um, we got black holes. So uh, leaping way forward, hitting, hitting fast forward, the evolutionary mm -hmm. fast forward in the if uh, taking Daniel's idea. By the way, they're named they're Dan, Dan holes. Sorry, Dan, but you know you came up with the idea. So it 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 uh, 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 things. It's a term that uh, becomes more noble as people use it. But anyway, um, uh, the the Dan system of um, uh, the, the Dan singularity. Here, that sounds a little better. The Danularity. So there are Danularities everywhere. Yeah, and uh, right, this is commonplace now. People. You know, hey, if you we discovered the ability you can to have it. one, and everybody can have one in their kitchen. No Whoa. problem, right? It's a garbage Whoa. disposal that right. you can chuck as much into as you want, um, and you will not notice it. it over the course of your lifetime. You will never notice it getting big enough to cause a problem. Wow! So the 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 main caution would be we there would have to be like a you know a regulatory agency if any if any regulatory agencies ever remain <laughs> ever again, <yeah. laughs> in the future um you we you do have to you, maybe you need a license for this or or it's sort of like uh 
you're we need to keep an eye on those things. They need to have a safety thing. Yeah, that's right. Because if, if you drop your keys into your Danielarity, you will never get them out again. It's right. Not, and what I'm saying is even they're growing. So over time, and mm-hmm. these things are all over the world, and there's going to be all kinds of um, bad actors, as oh, they yeah. say. Most and I don't, I don't mean Tom Cruise. I mean, who, <laughs> by the way, I don't know. I actually, I, I enjoy Tom Cruise. I think he, he keeps it within the right range uh, for him. But uh, uh, people are going to be messing. So everyone's got these black holes in their kitchen, and they're going to... Kids are going to, I am going to, okay, so I'm a, definitely, me and my friends, we would be pouring stuff into oh, the yeah. black hole. No question. Right. Um, you have to keep an eye on them. Do they reach, a, they could reach a certain size where they're unstoppable. Well, I mean, they're unstoppable right from the start. Uh, <laughs> as, oh, soon as, you start oh, putting, as soon as you start putting things in, you can't get it out again. Um, right. Again, with the caveat that it will evaporate with time. Um, so if you, uh, if you time it right, then you want to sort of balance the amount of stuff you're putting in with how quickly it evaporates. Uh, that, that might be an interesting master's level thesis too, actually. What's the right, right size of black hole to just balance the amount of garbage that New York City produces every year? Um, right. And, and what I'm saying is the kids would instantly overload this. Oh yeah, totally. The, you know, you put you know how they like put a the end of the toilet paper roll and then flush it, right? It's <laughs> I like don't know about that. That's a good, you don't know wow. about the gag, yeah. Um, so it's like that, but with everything, right? So you come home and your seven year old has started putting the couch into, <laughs> into the Danielarity, um, and that's it. You're not getting that couch back out again. Um, <laughs> So the final thing we have to address then is it seems like the ultimate, and, and there's a little bit of hand-waving and we did, that's a little bit unfair. Really, the biggest problem with these things is containment. Uh, ironically, so, yes, that's right. You that's can't, it will eat through any container. Anything, yeah. Um, yeah, so that could be a problem. But maybe a magnet, could a magnet? Well, yeah, so black holes actually have um, charge, electrical charge, believe it or not. Um, huh. So you could you could imagine building an electrical containment system. Right, right. All right. Um, but yeah, if it instantly, if that fails, uh, and that's going to happen, again, this is a consumer product nightmare. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how the, uh, the pro- whatever, what, what's it called, the uh, underwriter's laboratory <laughs> yes. who approves manufacturing. Uh, yeah, that's right. The insurance policy, though, would have to come with buying a Danielarity. Um, would be pretty steep. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but but there's hope. I think um, the 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 main thing that prevents us at the moment is we just can't squeeze things enough. Yes, that's right. We need big squeezers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, yeah, trash so compactors. Get to work on that, those squeezers. That would be great. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it might be that the Death Star, actually, that trash compactor, you know, they didn't get into this. Well, in an alternate version, in a much less interesting and less exciting version of the movie Star Wars, the trash compactor is the source of the power of the Death Star. Yep. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, not a bad idea. Which would explain why dropping something down the trash chute blows up the whole thing. Anyway, this is what they call retcon, I think. Um, 
So, Dan, thank you very much for this uh, amazing scenario. Um, and the Danularity, I think, is going to be everywhere. I think you should. Uh, I won't. I won't get that uh, URL. You should buy the Danularity.com uh, and start selling them on eBay. I think it could be good. Uh, Matt, do you have any any final thoughts of uh, a world? Uh, a world inhabited by Danielarities. Well, one one would hope it would be extremely clean, since garbage disposal would be so easy. Yeah. Um, but uh, certainly over time, enough toddlers are going to drop stuff in, and cats are going to knock things in. Uh, that's uh, and then we'll never get those things out again. So I think eventually um, we will probably destroy the entire planet. Right, cats love to knock things off. Any mm -hmm. surface. So, yeah. yeah, if the black hole is there. I could imagine that actually this cleanliness thing could be a problem. We could, we would ultimately, because this is my view of humanity, we would become too uh, casual about throwing things away. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. I could totally believe that. Um, and that's the kind of thing that will build up over time, right? All of a sudden, we're, we're all out of neodymium because we've put the last <laughs> atom of neodymium in. <laughs> I'm nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so daniel thank you daniel from uh, rifle colorado for this fantastic idea you have now been raised I, you know i haven't had any music for for the ascension mm, ceremony yeah, sure. so uh what do i got here here's a little thing uh gosh how about this you have been raised welcome oh to super ifer status. So soothing. So soothing. Super ifer achievement unlocked. Fantastic. Whoa. <laughs> Terrible. Right to the bitter end. Thank you, Matt, for bringing us this amazing if scenario and thank you to all our listeners every one of you out there um shoot us your ideas via black hole uh you know nothing we didn't talk about is maybe you could do like a gravity assist i don't know i imagine black holes could be kind of interesting for uh, uh yeah that's right so that's actually a way to harvest energy from the black hole too that's what's a clever system of, of gravity assist. yeah sports baseball with you know uh, you know, balls ahead by throwing my holes in them. I don't know. Could be, could be wild. Um, so leave us a review, will you? What'd you think of this? What would you do with your black hole? Um, leave us a rating, a review, and then send it to us. I'll read it on the air. I'd love to hear what you guys are thinking. So, using your podcast app right now, um, go ahead and just throw some stars on us and uh, write a few words if you like. Send us your ideas, feedback at whattheif.com. Go to our website and, and see see and listen to all our episodes. All of them. We, we are, how many years have we been doing this? We've been doing this for some time now. Some time now. We're up to, episode, we're, I think we're approaching 160 episodes or something like that. Um, so uh, do that and uh, subscribe if you haven't already. Follow us on Twitter. I haven't been inactive enough. You know, we, we kind of, our, our interns yeah we got used to having our interns seems like graduating or moving on and that's tough so we're, we're we've got a new batch coming in the spring uh we may re-energize it but on uh, on twitter what the if show matt anything to plug 
Um, no, nothing soon. Nothing to plug. No. Unplug. Uh, Einstein's War is available in bookstores. Yes, everywhere and online. Uh, we hope everybody is well. If you want to know all about the pandemic and all kinds of things, what's behind the news, um, make sure to listen to our What the If News episode, which shows up right here in this same feed. So, Matt, we're going to end this with our ritual. Everyone who knows our ritual, get ready. Warm up your vocal cords. And if you don't know, how do, how do we tell people to prepare who've never done this before? Well, you should think about uh, how you are feeling when you come home and discover uh, that a piece of furniture has been dropped into your Danielarity brand (laughs) garbage disposal. And in horror, you shout, What the? See you next week.